What up, loungers? Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. This is Rob. I'm Randy. I'm Alan. And we are the Lounge SD. Uh, we want to thank you guys for your continued support. We are on episode 15, the big 15. Whoop, whoop, yeah. It's like a, like a half milestone for us. Um, yeah. But yeah, we just want to thank you guys for listening, tuning in, um, posting all those lovely comments that we, you know, we actually, I'll be honest with you guys, we haven't gotten any comments or feedback, so it'd be nice (laughs) if someone wants to just throw some stuff out there, even if it's like, you know, we could take those criticisms, we got thick skin, so we can take it, um, if you can dish it out. Anyway, all right, guys, um, in case you haven't read the title, or, you know, aren't paying attention to what episodes you're downloading, we are going to be discussing the newest uh, Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom today. Um, yeah, man, we're going we're going back to the park. Um, but before we go back to the park, let's let's catch up with each other really quick. Randy boy, what's been going on this week? Ooh, uh, what happened this week? Stream, dude. I can tell you. I can tell you what happened this week. Ooh, that what? Work grind, baby grind. You know, that's always <laughs> that that never ends. Um, but the big thing for me is just streaming. Uh, I mentioned numerous episodes before that. I hit affiliate, so it's been uh, picking up nicely. Uh, I have a solid growth of followers and subscribers and stuff like that, and I appreciate all of you guys that stop by um, and say what's up while I stream these video games. Um, Currently, I'm streaming uh, Kingdom Hearts, which is fun. Uh, I'm almost done with that, so I should be finishing that this week. And Oh, actually, a big one that we started was... We got back into the big old D, good old <laughs> Destiny Two. Oh, oh. Um, so uh, yeah, we started playing that again, and that was a lot of fun. We did a, a little bit of the raid over the weekend, and uh, it was nice to get back in there and play some Destiny. I'm sad that it kind of fell off the way it did, but hopefully it it comes back. But uh, we'll see. Uh, that's basically it with me. The stream, work grind. Baby grind. Actually, I should just add that to the grinds. Just work grind, baby grind, stream grind. Oh, damn, there it is. That doesn't have the same ring to it, though. It doesn't. I know. Okay, never mind. Scratch that idea. Yeah, that was a stupid idea. (laughs) Yeah, it was dumb. All right, I give up. All right. Yeah, that's it with me. Alan, what about you? Cool. Um, So, I mean, you know, the regular work grind, no baby grind. You know, um, just grinding. I'm just grinding. You know, <laughs> call me clips, tell me. Um, mm. So yeah, just work. Uh, I took the week off from training. Uh, had a knee issue, and uh, I <clears throat> I volunteered at a triathlon yesterday uh, during re- uh, registration, and I signed up last minute, like super last minute. They said, oh. Like, if you're going to race tomorrow, sign up by, before 2 o'clock or else prices go up. And I'm like, ah, okay. And I just signed up. And, um, you know, I raced this morning and uh, didn't go as expected. Had a flat tire on the bike. Um, and uh, the cutest thing happened to me, though. So Uh-oh. during the run, yeah, it was really cute, dude. Um, during the run, uh, you know, the run starts at Seaport Village, if you know San Diego. Um, oh no, the run starts at um, Shelter Island or Spanish Landing across the street from the San Diego International Airport. 
Um, and then it runs, it's a 10K from there to Harbor Island. You do a loop on Harbor Island, and then you end up in Seaport Village along. So you run along the Broadway Pier near the Star of India, and then um, next to the USS Midway. So I'm running alongside next to the Broadway Pier, and this mom and her two kids are there. Um, and this, and one of the kids was in a wheelchair. The other kid was in the uh, like knee, the leg braces, like Tom Hanks was wearing. In <laughs> Forrest Gump. Oh my gosh! Gump. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hear me out. So, this like I pass this kid, and you know I'm like good morning, and like the mom says good morning, and then I'm you know I was, at this point I was just you know just jogging along nicely, and then. Um, I, I heard the kid like trying to keep up to me to my right. So I like I slowed down. I'm like, are you trying to race me, bud? And he was like, you know, he was just having the time of his life, like trying to catch, you know, trying to run alongside me. And of course, I let him win because um, otherwise I would have beat that ass. I was going to say, Jeez. you should just yeah. show him what no it mercy. feels like to lose. Yeah, but dude, I really don't want <laughs> Hey, man, does this feel like your dream's being crashed? And then just take <laughs> off. <laughs> just... Don't you wish you had late? No. Oh. No, but for real, dude, and it was it was awesome because there was um on the run portion there's race guards. So these race guards are usually at all the running races and <clears throat> they pretty much guard the race. They 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 run alongside or they run on the course and they help out anyone who's cramping, who's not feeling well. You know, give them first aid, or or they have radios on them and cell phones to call nine one one if they need to. So there was two race guards that were running alongside me, and they caught up to us. And then, you know, and then we were just like cheering this kid on, and it, it was it was by far the one of the best things to happen to me during a triathlon. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. I missed the podium by fifteen minutes, and I not bad. Yeah, yeah, man. Especially I, you just went into the race without like. No, yeah. you're gonna be in it 24 hours before. Yeah, well, that and you know, and then I had the flat on the on the bike course, so yeah. I, you know, I I missed the podium because of the flat. Otherwise, I would have made the podium and at least would have gotten third place. But life goes on. I finished it. Um, yeah, and you know, you know what's funny is that we're always whenever we do these catch ups, I always have these like drawn out stories. You know, I remember there was one where. I brought up um, our buddy Ron, Randy, and you're like, well, how do I follow up with that? Yeah. And then I bring up like Santa Rosa, and then I bring up this triathlon and bring up this kid trying to race me. And now it's your turn, Rob. How was your week? Dang. <laughs> basically saying, we can't hang, bro. No, you said it. <laughs> you said it. You're like, how do we follow up with that? And I, I feel bad because I usually, like, I'm either the first or the second. I'm never, I'm hardly ever the last one to go. So it's like, uh anyway i digress yeah, Rob, just, yeah it comes down it comes down to the host and whoever's hosting ends yeah. up destroying the, the short stick so it's part of the mantle you have a very very long stick <laughs> Golly. um my my week man it's it's uh it's been pretty action-packed we uh we got our official comic-con badges in the mail which was a huge deal guys come yeah. on yeah well, that's good i mean I can I can you know clean up that bat here. Um, but yeah, the, the packages came in. Uh, I heard some complaints from other people saying that like they should be a little more uh, 
subtle or a little more indiscreet. Uh, it says right on the front of the package that it's coming from CCI. And anybody who's anybody knows that that stands for Comic-Con International. So uh-huh. package scoopers could have come up. Um, but no, the, the package looks great. They, they came with uh, the collectible pin. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I got the uh, the normal logo. I wanted the, uh, the astronaut. Yeah, I also I want the normal one. But oh, man. You know what sucks about the normal one, and it bothers me so much, is how much <laughs> Wait, bigger it is oh, compared yeah. to last year's. I was like, what the hell, dude? It's huge. You can't They're even not put standardizing it. the sizes. Yeah, I'm like, you can't even put it on your lanyard. bro. Dude, it's, yeah, soon it's going to take up like a whole backpack. It's just going to be like 2021, the badge is just going to be the pin. Like, yeah, like, it's so big, it has two of the little posts on the back just to yeah. keep it hanging. Oh, gosh. I was like, what the yeah. heck, Do you dude? know the only other pin that I, ha- that I have in my possession that is two, that has two prongs? What? The fucking Judge Dredd badge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But that drives oh, me crazy because I took out all of my badges um, and I looked at them all. And I have the one from last year, and it has the 2017 pin on it. And I was like, okay, you know, that's kind of cool. But then I was like, wait a minute. They're totally different. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so so dumb. But sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to digress. No, no, it's good, man. This is a good topic of conversation. We all participated in receiving the badges. So notes and shout out to Comic-Con International. If you're listening to this, you guys got to standardize the sizes of the pins. <laughs> yeah. Man. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. So besides uh, me receiving the badge and just the, the hype is 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 building now, we're what three four weeks off from Comic Con. Yeah. Um, I started going back to my roots and I wanted I started looking up just some anime that I wanted to get into or something on Netflix. I ended up stumbling upon it's a it's a movie and it's the first time I've ever seen a movie without seeing like the actual anime before. But it was for uh, Gantz, I guess is the name of the show. Um, what is it? It's called Gantz, G-A-N-T-Z, and the movie is Gantz, colon, and then zero. I don't know where it falls. Or good I was old, trying to read up on like, good the Good old anime line. names. <laughs> so <laughs> wrong, dude. Um, the, the, I mean, the, it's a crazy thing to watch. If you guys ever get a chance, it's almost two hours. Oh, shit, my motorcycle gang's showing up. Um, <laughs> Biker boys? Like, what is that? <laughs> Biker boys, roll yeah. out. <laughs> if you Let's guys go. ever, like, have a free two hours. I mean, I'd recommend checking it out, but just be warned, man. I didn't know going into it. It's a pretty graphic um, movie. And the other thing, too, is I forgot to mention, it's not the normal, like, anime, like, ink style that you'd see, like, on Cartoon Network or Adult Swim or something like that. It's it's CGI, so it looks a lot like the Final Fantasy movies. Oh, um, okay. Advent Children and Spirits Within. So the characters are, like, the, they're modeled really well. They're They're pretty proportionate and stuff. Um, but yeah, they're, they're show like, you know, limbs getting cut in half and oh my. people exploding and stuff. I was not expecting that from CGI <laughs> and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and it's, it was just a huge juxtaposition compared to uh, Incredibles too. You know, you had like this nice family CGI and then you like watch how they're doing it in Japan. It's, it's a whole yeah. different beast out there. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a wild anime. You guys, you know, if, you, if you're into looking, if you're you know, up for a new suggestion, you know, try and check it out. Because seeing the movie, it made me start watching the, the TV show, uh, which is free on Funimation.com, I think is the website or the app. And um, yeah, e- even the, the anime itself, the actual cartoon version of it is pretty graphic. And they're saying they're dropping F-bombs and 
show naked ladies yes. episode one the best kinds of anime <laughs> definitely adults in action <laughs> um all right so with with all of that excitement out of the way um let's get into some some dino excitement um Ooh. in our review for jurassic world fallen kingdom um just gonna put this front bumper up there just let you guys know if you haven't seen the movie or aren't used to our podcast we are we go full spoilers we we, we hold no punches we just spoil all that shit all the um, way yeah so if you're not into that, we had a, or we had a home run with spoilers, bro. <laughs> then uh, then definitely turn this off, go and see it, and come back. Or if you don't care and you want to know what we think of the movie before going into it, because you're crazy, uh, stay tuned. This is this is what happens. Um, so right off the bat, um, we've all seen the original or the the first of this series. It's actually going to be a trilogy. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. Really? Um, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. They they have the third one. Uh, um, I mean, I don't obviously, know they, they lined it up to, oh, yeah, be, there's... to have another one, but I didn't yeah, they know definitely it was already announced. Sequel baited us. Yeah, I don't know if it's... Be- yeah, and I don't know if they had already, like, contracted everybody. But yeah, this this was meant to be a, a full... Uh, another trilogy here. Um, so with that being said, what did you guys... What expectations or predictions did you have coming into this sequel to Jurassic World? Um, Alan, what did you think? Um, first off, I just want to say that Jurassic Park, the very first Jurassic Park, was probably one of my favorite movies growing up. Ooh. Um, and, and yeah, dude, it, did, I, did I not mention that? I, I think uh, I did. You yeah. might have. It, it sounds kind of familiar. In our, yeah. in the like in our like top fives or whatever, um, podcast, I think we I mentioned that. But anyway, um, it was probably one of my favorite movies growing up, and then, uh, Jurassic World was pretty good because you kind of get a sense of the park and you know um it's still you know it's chris pratt and he's funny so <laughs> i guess i don't know i don't know i don't know how else to explain it but i was just expecting more dinosaurs more death more chris pratt and more bryce dallas howard running in heels so um <laughs> unfortunately i did not get bryce dallas howard running in heels this time but uh did you, see, did you see there was like a scene in there where they like purposefully showed her the, not in wearing the heels. heels yeah in oh the really <laughs> well yeah. no no they showed no. well there's there's a scene in the elevator with her in heels i think when she was yeah, like yeah. going through her office first, but there was also there was also a shot when she got to the island first off and they showed there was like a, a random scene of just her wearing boots uh yeah like, oh, when she was getting out yeah. of the truck uh when they first got to the island uh, mm-hmm. When they got introduced to the like main uh, hunter dude or whatever, uh, the, definitely the like focused <laughs> on her feet. I was like, oh, mm. okay, but yeah. Our buddy, our buddy Chris would have been really happy. Anyway, oh. so um, <laughs> yeah, so those that's you know that's my basic expectations of this movie. I wasn't, I wasn't too. I didn't have any huge expectations. It's not like it's a, like a Marvel movie where I'm just like, it has to fall canon or anything. Sure, um, sure. I, I just expected more dinosaurs and more people dying and more Chris Pratt. And I got All it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was my next question. So with those expectations, were they met? Were some of your predictions correct? Um, kind of, sort of. You know, I saw, like, I saw death. I saw Chris Pratt. I saw dinosaurs. I did not see Bryce Dallas Howard running in heels. Um, but at the same time, it, 
I don't know about you guys, but all the deaths, like all the death and dying, seemed very predictable. Like every t- like, you know, they they're always that that pan like they have the single person who's gonna die alone, like alone in a room or alone with a dinosaur, and then either the dinosaur kills them the first like with the first swoop or <clears throat> or it comes back and like kills it again. So I so let's use the last scene with a um, with a villain as an example. Right. So when he goes underneath the car, the car is getting crushed, and which is kind of like um, a callback to the first Jurassic Park. Yeah. When the kids were in the, yeah, when the kids were in the uh, Explorer. So he's underneath the car and it's being crushed in, but it stops, and then he looks out. You know, he looks out into the, you know, onto the dirt, and he sees the bone, and then as he's picking it up, he gets swooped up by <laughs> by Rex. You know. So it's like it's it's just predictable. So I wasn't while there was more death, it just the way they died just wasn't very good. I guess you could say. Okay. Um, the dinosaurs uh, didn't really act like dinosaurs more so than they were just caged animals. Um, it was really hard to get a sense of uh, of uh, how big they were because yeah. they were stuck in cages. Yeah. Yeah, the whole time. That. So it's like the dinosaurs were just like, especially the one that the they gen- genetically mutated. I guess was yeah. it the Indos- Indosaurus or whatever, the Indo- Indoraptor. Raptor. Yeah. Indoraptor. Indoor Raptor. Indo. So. Indo. <laughs> so he's doing Indos on motorcycles. Anyway, yeah. so the Indoraptor, like it looked big in the trait in the cage, whatever it was in, and then. When that when the main hunter dude came into the came into the cage and had the the overlooking like kind of like the bird's eye view of the cage, it looked yeah. super small. And I'm like, wait a minute, like isn't this supposed to be like, like it looked like it took up almost the whole thing, like it had trouble turning around in the yeah. cage. And then when he was, you know, when he like tranquilized it, and he was in there, and all of a sudden it's like tiny so i i don't know it just you kind of get you don't get a good sense of um of how big the dinosaurs were uh, because they were trapped in cages and it was kind of hard to tell whether the cages were big or whether the cages were small especially rex um in the scene where t-rex they had to get the uh blood blood? from t-rex yeah i was gonna say that too it was like dude the t-rex's head is it it seemed like it was smaller than uh, the characters. I was like, but mm. I always thought the T Rex was huge, dude, crushing right. trucks and stuff. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, like in that scene, it seemed pretty small. But dude, exactly. Like in the first Didn't in the first that. Jurassic Park, in the first Jurassic Park, uh, he at the very end in the scene where T Rex is there and he's like in the center of the museum or whatever the heck that was the center yeah, yeah. and he's he's roaring he's he looks huge right yeah he's like um, as big as a building yeah even in jurassic world like when bryce dallas howard takes him out of the like out of that enclosure it's huge and i'm like how is it fitting in that in that you know trailer that cage so i i i don't know it was it was really hard for me to to understand the the 
gravity of the situation because you can't really tell how big or how small the dinosaurs were. Um, all the deaths seemed very predictable. And I, I guess we'll go into the overall review later, but I'll just I'll start off with that. All right, there were some good points. I didn't realize the the, the dino or dinosaur like scaling problem, uh, but now that you mention it, yeah, it is pretty glaring. Um, yeah. All right, so besides that, Randy boy, uh, what did you think of the story on this one? So I guess like the premise, the setup. How did you feel about it? Yeah, uh, I didn't think it was bad. Uh, it, I compare it to Jurassic Park three, and that one Ooh. was just bad um <laughs> okay but ever since the third one they've all just been themes of modifying dinosaurs right mm. every single one has had mod yeah, yeah. a modified dinosaur in it and right um the whole premise of the entire series is the morals of cloning right mm -hmm. um True. so i thought the story was interesting the whole thing with uh dr malcolm and the courtroom talking about basically extinction and the morals of having the dinosaurs there to begin with and all that i thought that was a great kind of uh callback not necessarily callback but it was a great tool to kind of portray the morals of what they're doing you know what i mean yeah. it's not the main right. part of the story but it's kind of taking a step back and understanding like they shouldn't be doing this to begin with, but they uh -huh. did it. Um, so I, especially with this one and that twist that they had, uh, we'll get into that twist later. Um, I thought that it was interesting that they finally did that considering that the whole premise of the, uh, stories have been cloning and all that. So I thought the story was okay. Um, it just goes to show, like, in real applications, what would happen if we had the technology to clone dinosaurs. I feel like that would be, like, at the top of the list of what people would be doing. Um, and for those that have already seen it, it's just they basically made dinosaurs and then they started weaponizing them, basically. They, they modified a raptor and I think it was a T-Rex. Um, yeah, they they merged the DNA together to make some crazy raptor, but they needed blue specifically because blue was the mother uh, that they and got the was... DNA from. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they needed the raptor because the raptor actually listened and could be trained. And then mm -hmm. of course with those uh, with those schematics, I guess you can call it they can make a weaponized raptor and they showed how like it can attack people on command and stuff like that but uh, i think it's a real concern if we end up going down that path you know obviously if it's even possible to begin with but um if we end up going down that path and making things that we shouldn't be making like um, playing god yeah basically playing god um that's a concern you know that we could run into so i thought the story overall it was it was pretty good i'm a fan of it um i'll get into the score later but yeah. so yeah. all right and randy i wanted to bring this up to you about the the story did you think it was a rehash of the lost world where 
you know, the dinosaurs are getting captured to be, like, sold off or what have you. Or, you know, so, basically, I mean, they, they were bringing it to open up a second park. But, um, yeah. and then the fact that we get dinosaurs, like, on the mainland, like, terrorizing the, the, that estate. Um, did you feel at all that it was like, hey, I've seen this story before? Or did it feel, like, fresh and new to you? I wouldn't say that it was a full-blown uh, rehash. Obviously, right. it has the similar things of the boats and uh, a company coming in and trying to capture all the dinosaurs. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt that the... I felt like they disguised it pretty well if that was the case. You know what I mean? Um, right, right. They had and they enough, had enough changes. Exactly. Yeah. Enough changes to make it feel different even though they had a few similarities to the lost world but it goes back to like i like what i mentioned with it's still the same theme throughout all of them you know ever since the third one it's genetically modifying and we shouldn't be doing what we're doing so Mm -hmm. i think you could consider this one a mix of like all of them yeah essentially all of them except for the first one the first one obviously set the tone um right but after that it, this one is basically a mix of all of them. Um, so, I, yeah, like I said, I didn't think it was bad, though. I was uh, right. entertained. Um, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a little bit to that. Just because sure. um, I wasn't happy with this movie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, so, regarding the storyline, like the, if you take what Randy was saying with the whole genetically modifying dinosaurs as being the main plot, the fact that there was so many subplots kind of turned me off to the movie and yeah, like there, there was a lot going on okay there was yeah. I mean, there, there was a lot going on and um like everything from from the beginning was okay there's a volcano now we have to save the dinosaurs okay now we went from saving the dinosaurs to um you know they're voting against saving the dinosaurs so now you have someone you know a private person like a private entity to save the dinosaurs but wait a minute this private entity is too old so he hired some dude some young dude to take over the estate and now the young dude is trying to sell off the dinosaurs and then there was just so many so many different plots and you can't even say that there was so many plot twists but just so many plots and so many different sub stories to the main storyline that it was kind of it's kind of hard to like keep up to everything um and back to the ready player one podcast that we had it was kind of hard to um gauge the timing like the pacing was pretty bu- uh, pretty bad with this one too like i think yeah i think I had... all of this ha- happened within what felt like two or three days yeah no and i'd agree like it did it did for me at least and my wife also brought it up she's like did it just happen in one day like one day one night and yeah. I was like, no, I think it was two days because I think while they were driving the ship or whatever, taking the ship to the estate, um, that was like uh, it. W- it went overnight because I think yeah, Bryce Dallas Howard is shown like falling asleep on Chris Pratt on his well, big real quick. Oh gosh, how like where was the estate at? Did it ever say? It said Northern California, I right? I think it did. Yeah. So how did, go, how did they go? How did they get from Costa Rica? That's uh-huh. exactly California. where I'm going. <laughs> because i'm like Dude. wait a minute i've actually dude, been Canal. underway and went there and it takes like a week dude to get from down there to northern california i mean dude, i get it but 
Well, it says it says off the coast of Costa Rica, so yeah, like a hundred something miles too. So that even takes more time. <laughs> so now, I mean, Man, what probably there's... happened was that dinosaur that got out of the park at the very beginning, which, by the way, was probably the sickest fucking dinosaur <laughs> all of, in all of the Jurassic parks, aside from T Rex. Like that dinosaur, just the alligator-looking dinosaur in the in the water, was right. so sick. And yeah, then that it only had like scary, dude. I only had two scenes in this movie. Yeah. I think in the last movie I had two scenes as well. Yeah. But it's like, dude, that that thing was awesome. Anyway, they probably hooked up their ship to that thing and just you know, just <laughs> let him off, tug you know, them. Just <laughs> hugged him all the way from Costa Rica. But isn't Costa Rica is it in the Pacific Ocean or Atlantic? Pacific. Okay. So it's down there. Yeah. Well, oh. correction. It's Costa Rica goes on both sides, so it could ah. actually be on either one. Right, I'm, I'm but, Google mapping uh, this thing. Maybe I'm they're assuming all because it's on the part of oh, South, or yeah. it, it starts to funnel down. Oh, until dude, it hits Panama. Is, they did say Pacific. Uh, I think I was reading the Wikipedia, but it's the Pacific coast of Costa yeah. Rica, so it's like yeah. right, right. And so I've been there, and that's fucking <laughs> far. Excuse my language, yeah. but I'm looking at it, and that seems like more than a day. So again, back to pacing. It seems like a really bad uh, movie for pacing. So, you know what I mean? Like, like there's no real sense of pacing in this movie. So it was really hard to tell where we were. That's I, fair. You, know, I appreciate. I guess, you weren't the only one that was thrown off by the yeah. by the pacing. I think a lot of people were. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, going from from one of the the movie's negatives, um, I thought one of the cooler or I guess better parts of the movie were the action sequences. I thought they were done yes. okay or at least fairly well. Um, yeah. So let's get into best action sequences. Uh, I'll start with you, Alan. What did you think was the the best action sequence? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the I Wikipedia this as well. It's the <laughs> Pachycephalosaurus. Oh. Which is, is a dome, dome shaped. Exactly. I'm gonna call him Domesaurus. <laughs> okay. But actually, his his name in Greek actually means thick-headed lizard. Yeah, it's Paki. Paki. Uh, which is Greek for thick. Mm. And this is incredible. <laughs> oh my it's very Paki. You know what I mean? And Cephalo. Um, and I think mm. Greek is kafale. Okay. Anyway, so. Yeah, dude, that that Domesaurus was sick. Like the whole, like the whole how it just tore up that whole room, and everyone was just flying about. Like that was everything you wanted to see from that type of dinosaur. You know, mm, like yeah. How I think that's the only dinosaur that probably lived up to its to how you would expect it to react. Um, aside from like maybe the Tyrannosaurus Rex, like trying to like trying to like open the gate with its horns kind of thing. But right. every other every other dinosaur kind of just felt humanized, if you will. Um like they like the Indosaurus was like toying around with that hunter dude in the cage when he tranquilized it. I don't know if you guys saw that or caught that. But like oh, it yeah. moved its tail and the hunter dude like looked and then the Indosaurus moved its eye and then it would close yeah. its eye again. It was like it just very it felt very humanized. Sneaky, sneaky. Like yeah very mm-hmm. sneaky sneaky. But the Pachycephalosaurus was probably one of my ba- uh, favorite action sequences, and not just not just the dinosaur itself, but 
Chris Pratt, like being all all of a sudden Kung Fu master, like that was pretty sick too. <laughs> like I like maybe he had it was a long boat ride, so he had something queued up on his Netflix, or like had something loaded up on his phone, and he was watching something on on his phone. But he became a uh, you know a top tier hand to hand combat yes. expert. Uh, it's oh, funny. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, "Whoa, he's <laughs> wrecking these security guards!" Yeah, wow. He's doing okay. really well with it too. Like it was yeah. John Wick style, like pretty good. Dude, there was but, one uh, guy. He Superman punched. Like, yeah, the guy had and, no and chance, dude, dude. And the dude like did a somersault. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, "Whoa, all right." Classic nineties on him. Clothesline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, "Man, Starlo's getting down." <laughs> yeah, he's not messing around. Yeah, um, he had a very Star Lord uh, feel to it too, didn't he? Like the whole like, kind of like the whole humor about him. I think and, that's uh, just he yeah, brings that. It could as an actor. <laughs> that's been mentioned before in other other reviews and stuff about his movies. Is that he's just he plays the same. He's playing Chris Pratt in all. Do you of think his he's movies. being typecast yeah. then? Uh, you know, I, I could see them like he pulls off like the, the, the cute or like not the cute, the like funny, handsome, <laughs> you could say cute, action star. He's, okay. he's cute. He's cute. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I think like they don't want the hammer that like, man, who am I thinking of? I want to say like the rock, you know, where you, he comes in, he's just a big buck, but he's also another like comical guy too. I think it's just, uh, you know, a, a sense uh, what is it? The word? What hey man, I don't thinking? don't talk bad about the Rock, bro. That's no, no. I'm not saying anything bro. bad about him. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, there's, there's action stars, but then there's also like the comedic action stars too. So maybe not the Rock is a, and Chris Pratt, but I'm trying to think of someone who you just have in the role just to be like the big, big badass, and that's it. Like Arnold, I guess. Yeah, you but, know who um, else yeah. is being typecast? The dude from Meg. Um, <laughs> oh my god, the bald-headed <laughs> British dude. <laughs> Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You mentioned gosh. Meg, and like, I'm sure like half of the listeners or half of the world doesn't even know that movie's coming. Well, out. Well, yeah. Well, because I was like, what? I mean, how do you not know it's coming out? Well, you. The, well, randomly. <laughs> yeah, I had no clue. Dude, that trailer is everywhere, and every time I see that trailer, I'm like, dude, this is gonna be trash. For like, I, I've I haven't seen it in theaters. I've only seen it on on really? Reddit or like online. Yeah, I don't I haven't seen it for any I've movies. Seen it, you see I it today? I've seen it for every movie that I've seen what? in the past month and a half. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I haven't That's seen wild. it once. But yeah, okay. dude, I've seen it. Either I've way, it. either way, Jason Statham. Yeah, he's basically the same role. Over and over again. Yeah, he would be like the hammer as far as like casting just as pure action star. He gets yeah. typecast or like he, he, you know, they want him for that. But yeah, I think Chris Pratt, when they're like, we want a guy with a lot of charisma, but we also want like, you know, he kind of panders to a lot of different groups. It's yeah, very true. there for the ladies, but then he's also funny for the guys. And he's yeah. also there for the guys, you know. Yeah, you know, he's pretty don't cute. discriminate here. You know. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, where were we? Did you guys have Sorry. a different? Do you guys have a different action <laughs> sequence that you guys liked, or was it all the same? Domasaurus. No, I don't think I don't have Domasaurus. How about Randy Boy? Who do you, what do you have for the best action sequence? Oh, mine was the running from the lava uh, sequence. Uh, I just felt that some of the dinosaurs were a little ridiculous, like uh, trying to attack the people when there's lava coming. Um, all the other dinosaurs had the idea like do we need to go 
And then the other two, the big dogs were like, oh, let me try to swoop up these people real quick. It's like, dude, you have a bigger problem coming. You need to calm yourself, all right? But uh, just that entire sequence got me. Um, but the end of that sequence was really what hit me in the feels, you know? Uh, when it showed the, was it a brontosaurus with the neck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when it showed him on the pier and he was basically saying, you fucking left me, uh, I I had a bunch of feels. I was like, damn, dude, that sucks. Um, but <laughs> even from the trailers, like I got feels when it showed all the dinosaurs and stuff falling into the water, especially the dinosaurs that you know, you're like, ooh, I know you cannot swim well. Like, <laughs> I don't think any of those dinosaurs can swim. Yeah, I don't think any dinosaurs can <laughs> And it was like, dude, your feet are very flat. You are not going to be swimming well. Um, so, and that was the theme. <laughs> that, was, that was the theme that uh, the whole trailer and the whole movie was about. But when it actually played out, uh, I was like, man, that really sucks. But I think yeah. that's going to fast been- forward into another topic, too. Yeah, it's it's been brought up too, but um, in that in that final scene, the the scene that you're talking about, Randy Boy, where you're catching all the feels, uh, the long neck, like the you see the silhouette of it too, like it gets engulfed in the smoke, yeah. and then it does a similar stance because if you remember, and this, maybe you saw this too, Alan, it's from the very first Jurassic Park. Those are the first dinosaurs we see in real life or you know on screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Besides besides the raptor in the beginning, like Grant and and uh. Uh, Laura Dern's character when they first get to the park that's the first thing they see and he actually does that stance he goes back on two legs like as if you know he was getting something from the tree or whatever yeah yeah um, so I thought that was a nice little easter egg or callback to the original there but, was, a, there was yeah. a lot of callbacks to the original um, I don't know if you guys noticed this um, but the whole remember in the original when they're in the kitchen the two kids and then the velociraptor oh, jumps on top right yep. Yeah, and yeah. And the girl, the girl, like, goes into the, I think it's, like, it's probably like some drawer, and she's trying to like struggle to get the, get the, the sliding door down. Yeah. Remember that part? Well, yeah. in this one, the girl goes into the elevator, like the little food elevator thing. Yeah. And she's struggling to get the sliding door down, and the Indoraptors chasing after her. She has catch that. Why, like when I saw that. I was wondering if she was having a hard time or she was just waiting because it didn't look like she was struggling. It looks like she was just sitting there watching and I was like, what are you doing, girl? But <laughs> I mean, she could have been struggling. She definitely had her hands on the door and she wasn't right. closing it. So it could have been uh, her struggling. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, there was another callback, but I can't get to it. I, I can't remember it right now. But yeah, that I was, was hoping that uh, the little... I'm just going to call them baby raptors, the little tiny ones that uh-huh. ripped apart that dude in the Lost World, I think it was. Yeah. I was hoping that they were going to do that again, um, especially <laughs> when the final villain came out from underneath the car uh, and the baby raptors were on top of the truck. I was like, oh, please just jump on his shoulder and start going to town. But sadly, they didn't. But <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, that's good, man. There you go. Um, what was your I'll, favorite action sequence, Rob? Um, man, it actually just fell out of my head after that compies thing. Uh, <laughs> the little raptor thingies. Shoot. 
I'll have to come back to that. Man, I can't think of it right now. Just fell out of my head. Um, all right, so moving on. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll write it down when I think of it. Uh, let's go. I want to talk about, I want to, you know, discuss this. How did you guys feel about the villain? Um, what, what would be your grade on this guy? Uh, you know, A, B, A to F. Uh, Alan, what did you think of this guy? D, bro. Like, at, at best, D. Um, he just, he was very predictable, very monotone at times. So he, he didn't even feel very threatening, I guess. Um, even when he was about to kill uh, Lockwood, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? Like, he was like, oh, you know. And he just had a very monotone way about, him, about his voice. Like, it could have been the clear-eyes guy. And I still wouldn't have been like, like it still wouldn't have been that crazy. But he just, you know, he just didn't feel very menacing. Didn't feel very villainy. He was just very, he was just into it for the money. Um, obviously, I mean, obviously he was, but it it just didn't have the same. I mean, he just wasn't very villainous. You know, if you think of any other villain, um, they kind of have just like a motive. Uh, other than you know, but this guy just had money as his motive, and just didn't feel very menacing. Um, I, I don't know how else to explain it, but his intentions were very predictable. Uh, everything that I mean, even when they were showcasing the prototype, the Indosaurus, and you know, the guy was like twenty-five millions, and, yeah. and I don't know if you guys else, I don't know if you guys noticed, but he was the only one who said millions. Everyone he did, but I'll give him that. He spoke <laughs> Russian, so he's yeah. a Russian dude. He kind of got to yeah, give him that. <laughs> Twenty-five millions, and then the dude was like, "Oh," and then I mean, he's I not wrong. Japanese, yeah, he's not wrong. He's millions of dollars, but anyway, yeah, you know, he's you know, they started going on about like you know, twenty-four, twenty-five. By the way, you think if you really wanted this dinosaur, you'd be like, uh, "I'm gonna put in an extra million dollars." If you really wanted this dinosaur, you'd be like twenty million. So I mean, the next dude was like twenty-four. The next dude was twenty-six. And you're like, nah, fuck this shit. Fifty million dollars. Yeah, but you don't know how many dinosaurs they already bought that night. What if you bought three dinosaurs? <laughs> he's trying to. He's trying to get bargains, bro. He's yeah, exactly. To, Can I get the spend more money than you? Hey, if you're if you're in the game to if you're in the game to auction for a dinosaur, bro, you gotta bring the heat. I guess that's true. I mean, you're not you wrong, know, but we'll get you know, into that later. We'll get into yeah, that later. I mean, this is a perfect segue <laughs> if you want to get into it. But if oh, you're, actually, yeah, let's do it. You know, if you're trying to, if you're trying to get a dinosaur, you can't be like, oh, do you guys have a like happy hour going on? You know what I mean, like, you can't. Is there a deal if I buy the deal? Like, if I buy this dome? dinosaur, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, there. You know, he, you gotta pay to play. You know, you're just not. You can't just go in there and be like, oh, I can only spend, you know, dad only gave me 30 mil. I can only spend about 15 on this dinosaur, but I really like this dinosaur. So maybe I can do 20 on the main dinosaur, then 10 on a secondary dinosaur. Like, you can't really way. Like, um, you know, you just got to, you know, you got to go balls to the walls. You got to go hard or else someone's going to go harder. And who, like, I didn't expect them to go like, you know, 20. I think the first bit was, 24 million and then the second yeah. bid was 25 million and it went up like increased like 25 26 27 i think they ended at like 28 or something like that and it's like really dudes like, Dude, like okay so <laughs> so i just looked it up real quick because i wanted to make this comparison 
So basically, for uh, I think what the highest was twenty eight million, right? That person basically paid for Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback. <laughs> that's how much. That's how much Aaron Rodgers will make in twenty eighteen. Actually, no. That's for the one That's what season, his contract that... was. No, that's how much his contract okay. was in twenty eighteen. So basically, that one dinosaur paid for Aaron Rodgers. When it's like, dude. That's a dinosaur. Yeah, this I is would a think dinosaur. that it's paid more or it's worth more. But yeah, there's no other dinosaur of that type on this planet. Yep. Um, I mean, so that I mean that brings up a good but point. There's no, there's no other Aaron Rodgers on this planet either. So that's, uh, that's fair. There's other quarterbacks, but yeah. I, as far as like lethal killer animals, like some people buy like tigers and shit. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers is a lethal killer animal you know I mean? <laughs> okay get out of here but you guys bring up a good point a point of contention that a lot of people have been discussing in the forums but is it overall do you think the prices of these dinosaurs was too low uh, i think so and i and randy just you know randy hit it on the nose here is that you know 25 million in you know in today's society while it seems like a lot to us uh commoners us plebes um, right. you know, to a businessman who has money, you know, like they, they can afford this stuff. Aaron Rodgers can afford this. Yeah. Aaron you know, Rodgers like, could have bought a dinosaur, <laughs> dude. You he know, could have shown up the auction too. And you just know, think, and he's like, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, just think, okay. So you have Jay-Z or even LeBron, LeBron with a billion dollar contract he could buy a dinosaur, and it wouldn't even put a dent on his his salary. Oh no, like, not at all. What? He could have bought all the dinosaurs because I think they had a total for that guy's bank account. Yeah, it was, was like a hundred like something million. Like I think right, they hit, right. bro. I think he hit one billion, didn't he? I don't know. No, I, I don't know. Anyway, I thought but it was no. only like a hundred and thirty million yeah. or something like that. But still, like they, they only had like eleven to auction off. And when they showed off the uh super raptor whatever his name was that was the halfway yeah because he said oh for the halfway mark we're gonna show you guys a prototype to get to keep you guys wanting for more blah 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 blah. so they were only halfway through the auction but still okay let's say they were halfway and he doubles the amount that he had at that time so i'll even give him the benefit of the doubt he had 300 million dollars dude Dr. Dre could buy all those uh, dinosaurs easily. Yeah. Or and Jay-Z. this was like supposed to be like quote unquote black market like selling. Like yeah. obviously it's very illegal selling. Um, but and all these dudes, all these businessmen, if you will, were all like black market dudes. So they're buying like they went to this auction, and you you want to think that they're spending buku bucks, but there's you know. Celebrities can buy this stuff. You know, yeah. we're talking about Dr. Dre can buy this stuff. Aaron Rodgers can buy this stuff. If I won the lottery, you know, like let's say we won the Powerball or something, and the Powerball was, I think, at the most one time it was like, wasn't it like eight hundred million? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And then if you took the lump sum cash, it would come down to what five hundred million? Dude, dinosaurs, bro. Dinosaurs, bro. Give it to you, oh, dude. You can open pack, up your own Jurassic World. Pack, Pachycephalosaurus, you mine, homie. Dude, like, I was just thinking, uh, Floyd Mayweather in 2018 alone when he fought. Oh no, 
Yeah, yeah, I think it was 2018 or 2017. He made like $237 million in one year. Uh, by all the dinosaurs. He can even run the operation to get the dinosaurs. Yeah. Because that's another thing that I was thinking about too. I was like, wait, you know how much it would have cost to get the facility built and then the boat modified to uh house the dinosaurs as far as transport is concerned then Uh all the tools that you needed to get dinosaurs and then all the research facilities granted they uh talked about you know basically the company was rich right um that john hammond and lockwood yeah lockwood built okay i get it they're rich um but that's exactly it dude i would have factored in the starting or the operation costs to the starting bids and i would have been like all right starting bid for this dinosaur 50 million dollars who wants to oh, yeah. least exactly but these guys yeah. didn't even have a reserve is this if this was ebay they didn't have a reserve <laughs> <laughs> fuck like at least put a buy it now at like you know what i mean yep. like these dudes were like let's start the bidding and someone's like 12 millions and you're just like all right <laughs> Yeah, right, and I mean, not only that, it took a long time to grow these things too. So, yep, yeah, you know, they so sell, was... they sell, they they had the DNA to like make more, but yeah, they was gonna take time to do that. So they could sell this initial stock that they had like in liquid or whatever, and then yeah, man, that's a so raise the other. If one. I was if I was a buyer, I would have been like, I'm gonna swoop all these up. <laughs> I'll take all. Of them. Yeah, like this is this is way too cheap. I need to come up on all these dinosaurs and make my own Jurassic Park and make okay, money so let me, that too. Let me guys ask you that. Let me ask you guys this. So this whole time Lockwood did not know that homeboy was, was building this auction, right? Okay. Sure. Yeah. But what were those, um, what were those like enclosures doing down there? Uh, I think they had talked about that. That's where they initially did the first, Jurassic Park. They uh, how they that, that, this was the original facility where they did all the initial research, the testing oh, okay. and all that stuff, and then yeah. and then they like upgraded it over time. Yeah, okay. yeah, they they done it right. again. That and I think sense. that that shows with how strong the facility was. Obviously, when uh, the Domosaurus whatever just broke through, um, because the facility wasn't up to par. I guess you could say mm-hmm. to house freaking all those dinosaurs but yeah fucking up all right guys um so uh, i guess with that our our ending uh thought on that is that the 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 prices were too damn low yeah at this auction man it was a fire sale if you were if you were a baller you could you could have come up pretty hard it's pretty much a factory sale on dinosaurs (laughs) (laughs) outlet prices all right um, so uh, we, w- I want to get into a little bit of the, the relationships that we saw develop through, um, most importantly, and I guess most heartwarming was the relationship between, uh, our favorite Velociraptor, uh, Blue Delta. and, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> our, uh, our guy, Chris Pratt himself, uh, Owen, um, Alan, what did you think of the relationship and how they kind of built upon that in this, in the second, in the sequel here? Uh, I kind of liken it to that of a dog and a human being. Um, so you're just kind of like, you know, you raise this puppy 
and the other puppies were like, well, fuck you. I'm not, you know, I'm a, I'm a dog and I deserve to be out there. I'm going to go kill things. <laughs> but Blue was like, no, you're my human. You know what I mean? So Blue, is Blue a dude or a chick? Uh, I, I think no, it's a it female. I want to say it's Yeah, a because they wanted yeah. it as the mother to the other. Uh, okay. Yeah. It, it kind of, it just makes me like weird because it's like, he says, like, or in other movies, it's like, you're my boy, Blue. But then oh, in this one, it's like, <laughs> Blue is a chick. Anyway, um, so I just thought it was, I thought it was, if you liken it to that of a dog and, a, and their owner, then it's okay. However, you're dealing with a dinosaur. Like, I, I, this is all fictional, obviously, but you're talking about dinosaurs and you're talking about um, domesticating them, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, you're talking about, you know, training them to be, to have human interaction. And to me, it just feels unrealistic. Like the whole, fr- the, the, it's, it's weird. Cause we're talking about unrealistic. Like, exactly. That's why I'm laughing. Dinosaurs. And <laughs> I, I get it. It's weird. But in the first movie, like in, in Jurassic park, like we don't get that. We don't get the relationship between a dinosaur. Like it's all, I guess, scientifically based, like science based or what it felt like science-based. So like there was a lot of science used in Jurassic Park here. They're kind of just saying like, you know what? Fuck it. And they just went the fast and the furious route. And they're like, let's, how do we turn this into the craziest thing ever? You know what I mean? So it's, it was weird to see that there was a relationship between a velociraptor and a human. Um, And while it did, they didn't have much of a, of a relationship during the movie aside from I think they were in like I think they were doing the blood transfusion and Owen was just like shh, shh you know it's okay it's okay like that I get and then I think I don't remember if I think the velociraptor um blue just came in to save Owen but that could also just be a velociraptor just wants to have fun and like fuck around with some <laughs> with another dinosaur kind of thing Mm, okay. Um, I I don't know. Like it's I just it kind of felt cheesy, in a sort of like homeward bound kind of way, like I'm, you know between I'm, puppy and owner. I I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Um, no, you mean to. Okay, mean then to. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna completely disagree. I think it was sick. I wish <laughs> that I could have a dinosaur that listens to me. And cruise around in the jungle on my motorcycle while my <laughs> raptor is running next to me, obeying my commands. Um, no, but Alan has a point. It, it, it's a little ridiculous, um, but they did mention that it was basically the second most intelligent animal on the planet. So, as outlandish as it is, they kind of brought it back in just a little bit, just to say, well, it's pretty smart, so it kind of makes sense. But it is kind of weird that Blue was the only one. And it's not... From my understanding, she wasn't modified in any way. She was just a raptor with a blue stripe. And uh, for some reason, she latched on to uh, Owen. So, I mean, that yeah, that's a little, a little outlandish... Uh, in the scope of dinosaurs walking around 
but I mean that'd still be super cool to have a dinosaur as your buddy, um, let alone a raptor. Um, but yeah, that's all I wanted to add. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. To no, that's off. a good. No, that was a good, uh, good addition. I mean, I I agree with that point too. In that, like, uh, I thought it was believable in the first one, just because we saw like interaction where sometimes Owen was able to keep the raptors at bay and like they were, you know, he was able to control them. But then there are also moments where they would straight up, like if the gate wasn't there, they would have attacked him. I think there's yeah. a scene where he like saves a worker. Yeah. And uh, once they get out, yeah. the, the raptors would have went for him. But um, yeah, I felt like this one, they kind of tapered it off. Like even, even though she's been on her own for like, I don't know what it's been like two years or something like that. Enough mm-hmm. to where, so the Indominus has like turned to bones in the water. Um, but yeah, even though she's like out in, in the forest or jungle, whatever, like feral, he was still able to bring her back. And even she was even more like responsive to him or like listen to him more this time around. I don't know. Yeah. I thought that was a little far-fetched. But I, would say, I would say that in, in the first movie, their relationship was more believable because she, she would kind of give way to her instincts and was like, no, I want I'm, uh, like, you know, like a trained vampire or something like that. You know, <laughs> she gave into her, her DNA and she was like, no, I want to eat you. Um, whereas in this one, she was a lot more kid friendly. I think that's what it was: is that the kids reacted to to that in the first one, and they kind of were like, "All right, let's let's really cash this, you know, mm-hmm. cash this in and, and develop that more and make the kids even more." Because I think now, if you go to like the Lego store, or if you go and buy like the action figures, they come together as like a set. Yeah. So they're they're kind of painting her as like the hero, like on the hero's side. So um, yeah, it's 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 more to sell cool plastic raptors i guess um okay so so uh, talking about that relationship um (laughs) now let's get into one of the the crazier plot twists that i really didn't see coming at all um (laughs) man i yeah it's 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 pretty wild um what are your thoughts on the clone kid plot twist randy boy so i wasn't surprised uh, what? I wasn't. What? I wasn't because because. What are I, you? Are you like? Do you know the future, bro? No. Like I said, they were playing nowhere. on that theme. They were playing well, on that okay. theme the whole time. And all right, I was like, all right. okay, so you're talking from the guy. Okay, so I was a little thrown off on whose kid it was. I was like, okay, so they're clearly hiding something in that book. So I was like, okay, so the kid is either his kid or it's, um, I actually thought that Lockwood was maybe the dad of, uh, what's her name? Laura Dern. Right. Uh, yeah. I thought that kid, was going to be the, exactly. So I thought it was going to be something along those lines. Um, obviously when the picture showed up, I was like, oh dude, boom, it's, it's a clone. But I was like, there's something weird going on here. Um, so I, I, I wasn't fully surprised. Don't get me wrong. It was definitely a twist, but I, I, no, I I shouldn't even say that I expected it. Um, but I, I'm not surprised on the fact that they went there, especially considering that the whole theme of the movie is morals on if they should do it and cloning. (laughs) So I was like, (laughs) you know, you would think at some point if you, especially if you were the guy that figured out how to clone dinosaurs wouldn't the next step be to clone people you know what i mean like so i'm not surprised that they went that route um 
what do I think about it? I think it was completely unnecessary. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, it's <laughs> it's a dinosaur movie. Um and adding that didn't really add to the plot at all. Like, okay, so you had uh Lockwood, right? That's his name, Lockwood. Right. Um, yeah. He's doing his thing and he's basically about to die. Um and the whole business is around dinosaurs. She could have just been a little girl and and he was actually the grandpa. You know what I mean? And his daughter really died in a car accident. If they just stuck with that, nothing would have changed. The only thing that it contributed to, which, mind you, it's kind of a big deal, was her pressing the button. She felt like she needed to press the button because they were like her. You know what I mean? But right, right. you didn't have to do that. You could have just said, oh, I like the dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Because yeah. she's the kid or, or something along those lines. Um, yeah, but I think you can also make the argument in that it wouldn't have had that same effect. Like, if, if she was just like, I like dinosaurs and press the button, I think people would have walked out of the theater. But you could have had uh, the the girl do it, too. The uh, uh, I forget her name. Uh, the main girl. Or oh, even- the... Or even the other one. Any of the females that were fighting for their cause could have done it. Right. You know what I mean? But, you know, I get... They basically added that whole clone thing just for that button press. Just... It was just to set off the next movie. Basically. So, that's that's Mm -hmm. how I feel about that plot twist. (laughs) Golly. All right. Alan, do you have anything to add? It sounds like you were a little no, kind of no, chomping was, at the bit there. No, I, I completely agree. He just, there was no reason that needed to be added to the movie whatsoever. It was, it was completely unnecessary. Um, and we could have just gone without it, but it just, it just felt like they were just chomp. They were just chomping at the bit to be like, how do we make this story even juicier? You know I mean, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and they they try to find every like every moment to just add like another plot twist or like another like plot story and i mean dude dude just like i mean she first off it was very anticlimactic the way he said it he was like well you know what she's a she's a clone so yeah there. so take that you know what i mean so it's like i was like oh okay well all right cool and it was just you know it was it was it's very anticlimactic very uneventful and again it could i could have done without it could have totally done without it and it was it was just a bad move in their part all right, and so I, it brings me to it, uh, it's it's one of it's not a question that we are are meant to discuss, but I've seen it brought up on the on the subreddit for the movie discussion. Um, what would you? Um, I'll start with Alan here, and any or anybody you can come in, and if you have anything to add to this um, regarding the clone kid, the, the little girl clone, what would you have done, or would it have made sense if she turned out to be also have like dinosaur dna in her like they had brought up oh, in the movie. What? who brought that up I, someone brought that up i think it was in the reddit discussion yeah yeah um yeah. but uh, they had talked about the indoraptor needing a mother and so they they thought in the scene in the bedroom when uh, owen looked like he was gonna get attacked that the little girl would somehow control the Ooh. raptor 
would that have broken the movie for you or broken the Jurassic universe and made you hate it forever? Or would you have been like, well, fuck, I guess we're going full Fast and Furious on it. What, what are your thoughts? For, oh, wow. If they did that, they would have, like, I, I think I would have walked out of the movie. Like, that, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, you're crossing two different types of DNAs. Again, this is nothing about this movie is realistic at all. Sure. About right. any of the Jurassic Park. So, like, let's just go with the fact that Jurassic Park is anything that has to do with dinosaurs is unrealistic. But to have a sense to to go from unrealistic to completely unrealistic, like adding human DNA to a dinosaur DNA so that they have a quote unquote mother, like, come on, dude. Like that would. <laughs> Like I, that wasn't obviously part of the plot, but if that happened, dude, that would I just would have lost it. I think at the point where, at the point where they're like, "Oh, this is a clone," and then um the kid presses a button, and she's like, "You know, they're clones, just like me." I think I like I let out an audible like, ha! like I like scoffed at the theater. I was like, "Are you serious?" Like this is the that is by far the cheesiest line in this whole movie. So yeah, like if they did that, man, I just would have lost it. Okay, and Randy, but I want to uh, point. You know, it's fairly the same question, but uh, another scene where they thought something might happen with the clone girl is at the very end when they're going around like the windy California road and they see the like the pterodactyls or whatever those flying birds are. Um, there's a scene where the little girl's like sitting in the back seat and you can see her and you're like, oh, okay, they adopted her or whatever. But what would you have done if her like eyes had flashed, you know, sideways like the like a raptors no. or something like that? <laughs> what would you have done, man? Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, That's exactly what I would have done. I would have said, what the fuck? <laughs> and I would have just been like, what are they doing right now? Um, honestly, that... Like your scenario given to me would have been more ridiculous than her controlling uh, the other raptor thing. Like, I get okay, I could see the mother raptor in her more, more uh, acceptable than her becoming a dinosaur or being part <laughs> dinosaur. Like, yeah, I could see it's something simple as far as with her being the mother, like it's something simple like her pheromones or something like that just right, makes right. the dinosaur think that, you know, she's the mother or whatever. Okay, sure. I can accept that. But her becoming a dinosaur, too much. Pump the brakes a little bit, a little too far. Um, yeah, I would not accept that at all. Uh, I, it's very, very hard for me to walk out of a theater, so I wouldn't have walked out even if I saw that. But I definitely would have walked out afterwards and would have just been, oh, man. I would have <laughs> torn them apart in this podcast. That's what I would have done. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I understand that they're switching up the movie uh, or the series, I guess you could say. Um so it's hard to continue the story of, oh, we have dinosaurs in a park. Something happens. You know what I mean? Like, what else can you do? Um, I just feel like they're walking a very thin line and uh, they can easily fall. You know what I mean? All right. And uh, so, yeah, the next question, we've kind of uh, mentioned this before, uh, especially talking about the, the clone girl. 
um there is she is the savior for these dinosaurs there's a scene where um comically there's a like cyanide gas for some reason that's in the facility that starts yeah. to leak out very Gosh. close to the dinosaurs um and they actually have the option here to kind of course correct they have the option to kill um the at least the live dinosaurs the i guess the other guy uh out there the henry Wu guy made off with the uh, the dna samples um but at least the the live dinosaurs that they have at this estate they have the they have the option there to kill them um they open them out of the cages and they kind of like have that set split second like do we let them out into the wild or you know we could put an end to this all right here and i thought it was a really good scene because it shows the character development of uh bryce dallas howard's character you know she started this foundation where they're trying to save these dinosaurs and to have her be the one to make that decision like you know should we actually end this because we've seen what it can do um so my question to you guys if you were in her shoes and there wasn't some clone some tiny clone girl to to mess up your plan (laughs) or take your thunder um if you were in that room by yourself would you would you press the button or would you um just let him die uh randy boy we'll we'll start with you oh i would have let him die simple okay like so my mindset was the greater good so she was basically willing to let all the dinosaurs go because she would have felt bad because they are, you know, like like her. But you realize how many people those dinosaurs are going to kill just running around? Like, dude, Blue walked up on a suburban area and was like, all right, it's time to do some work. Like, dude, those people have no clue that there's a raptor running around. And let's just say Blue goes unchecked and just wrecks that entire neighborhood. Let's just say 400 people. Let's just round it up on a high scale. 400 people in that neighborhood dead from one of the dinosaurs, not including all the other ones that got free. So, yeah, that's that little girl's fault because she let them go. So me, I would have been like, hmm gotta weigh the scale here and uh sorry dinosaurs you weren't here uh you weren't supposed to be here to begin with you guys had your time sorry you're going out bro but that's what i would do all right and alan uh how about you man would you press the button no i completely agree with randy um you have first off like if you don't do this like if you don't let him die here um then you're just releasing them into the world first off you brought them to the mainland like you helped them get to the mainland Two, now like you have a like you said you have a chance to course correct and just let them die like as shitty as it sounds you're gonna let them die to cyanide gas but um but you're just like you're at least it's gonna you know at least they're gonna die (coughs) excuse me but they're gonna die and like that's it you know, that'd be the end of it. No one else has to know how they died. That's just it. But, like, it's kind of weird that Bryce Dallas Howard didn't let them die or was allowing them to die there. Because it's like, none of this would have been, like, none of this would have happened if you didn't bring them back to the mainland to begin with. Or if you didn't, if you didn't take back that, <coughs> that, um, that, uh the money to begin with was it the money at first 
But I guess the whole premise was they were supposed to save him, and then they became an auction. So I get it. But it's just, <coughs> I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, well, but I, I, wouldn't, I would not press that button, though. Like, I would have let him die right then and there. Because Randy said it. Like, if you let him go, like, people are going to die before they figure out how to take care of this. And before they even figure out how many dinosaurs there are in the wild. Or before they reproduce, you know? And so it's like, yeah. uh, it, it's just for the greater good. Let them die there. Sorry, dinosaurs, you had your chance twice. But this is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the volcano exploding was, was a pretty big, like, course correction. Um, and that's and Mother it, Nature. Like, right, right, right. Like that, I mean, sorry, like that's Mother Nature again. Like, sorry. First time was a comet. So this time it's a it's Earth doing this to you. Sorry, buddy, but it's gonna happen. But now you're like gonna introduce them to gas. Like you're killing them. <laughs> like you are killing them, which sucks even more than just allowing them to die in a lot in you know in a volcano because that's not what Mother Nature does. But I don't know that that bothered me. All right. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, and I just want to mention too, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's character. I keep, I don't, I don't even know if they used her name in this. What was her name supposed to be? Anyway, um, the whole reason she went there uh, wasn't to take the uh, dinosaurs back to the mainland. Uh, she went under the guise that they were going to be taking the dinosaurs to the secluded other yeah, island. Yeah, secluded other island. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and just let them all like run run wild over there. Um, sans volcanoes. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know, if, uh, Alan, if you had mentioned that she was, she was, she wasn't going to press the button because it was her fault that she brought them to the mainland or something. Um, but yeah, she, she originally went to the island and brought, um, Owen there because they were trying to rescue the dinosaurs, quote unquote, and bring them to this yeah other yeah. island. Um, but they ended up, uh, pulling an okie doke on them. Um, I just want to say that I agree with you guys too, uh, across the board, all three of us would press that button. Um, I would press that button as... <laughs> Just because, yeah, it's just too dangerous. And not only the people that they would kill, um, someone else had brought up in a movie discussion about this that uh, they would also affect the uh, the uh, ecosystems, whatever they're introduced to. Um, so now, like you're 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 opening the doors up to like apex predators. Um, yep. We did see this the scene of the T Rex straight up walk into a zoo, and you know he's he's most likely going to take that lion down. So now he's the top of the food chain. Which you know that's gonna have effects down the line, um, and then you know it's not just the carnivores; the herbivores would be out there too, feeding on all these other plants. And who's to say that like, you know, they don't try some ice plants in California and they end up like shitting acid and like ruining freeways and stuff? You know what I mean? Like, they're yeah, the the uh, the uh, toll that they would have, you know, not just human life, but just on ecosystems and stuff would be catastrophic too. Um, oh, so yeah. just real quick, real quick. Yeah, That's yeah. not even including the giant water dinosaur, dude. Like, <laughs> what? How are you even going to take that out? It's huge. And then it's yeah. literally going to be eating whales and stuff. Like, come on. But yeah, you're going to talk about ecosystem. <laughs> like, there, there is, he's at the top of the food chain in the ocean. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, nothing, man. There's nothing that can take him out. Maybe yeah. Megalodon. And you can't even, <laughs> like, wait him out. That's the next movie. Yeah. After, after this trilogy is done, it's Mega or Meg versus whatever that guy is. Al. <laughs> call him Al. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that was. T- oh, so you you actually triggered that. Um, for me, my best action sequence was actually the crocodile scene in the very beginning of the movie. 
I thought if we had that same tone, that same like pace throughout uh-huh. the movie, where it was just like you know a horror movie, I thought it would have been. I thought that would have knocked it out of the park if it was just them trying to get these dinosaurs and, and it just being like very you know scary slash uh, kind of like a horror movie like Scream or something like that, where everybody's just running from these dinosaurs, but they're in these kind of like dark situations like that. I think that yeah. would have been a, a way better movie. But um, yeah. yeah, that initial that initial sequence, um, them, that guy like not being able to hear what they were saying, and then the T Rex chasing him, um, yeah, and then also him getting very away. Predictable. The, the <laughs> also very predictable. Also, it was. But and so the other thing, and we haven't mentioned this before, but yeah, man, I really got to stop watching trailers because a lot of the, yep. I I feel like a lot of the surprises, even some of the jokes, were just like spoiled in this movie, um, yep. because of the trailers, man. So uh, yeah, maybe maybe this will be my my call to arms. I'm just gonna start going dark on all the rest of these trailers moving forward. Um, all right. So uh, speaking of trailers in the beginning, uh, the opposite side of that is movie stingers. Um, we usually have these for these superhero movies. You know, every once in a while, you get them for like a Ferris Bueller um, or other movie, I guess. But uh, we actually got one at the end of of this movie. Um, so what did you guys think, Alan? Um, what did you think of the stinger? If you want to kind of explain to the audience of people that don't know, maybe didn't stay. Um, well, actually, first off, did you have anyone stay besides you waiting for the Yeah. Movie? Yeah. Some people stayed, but most people okay. left. Um, yeah. It was, so it was a 10 second, like it was a close to like a 10 second clip of pterodactyls on top of, um, on top of what ends up being the Eiffel Tower at Paris, Paris in Las Vegas, and that was the end of it. Like they, like it, <laughs> like it was a close-up of the pterodactyl landing on top of the Eiffel Tower at Paris, Paris in Vegas, and then it pans out to show the strip. Um, and at that at that point, I'm like, oh, so the Fallen Kingdom is going to be like the u.s like you know actually um us or like you know civilization instead of the fallen kingdom becoming or the fallen kingdom being isla norte or whatever the heck isla nublar isla nublar yeah like uh that i'm just like okay so like like human civilization civilization is going to be the fallen kingdom because how do you how do you stop uh al you know what i mean (laughs) <laughs> but um my feelings on that is that it's just it sets up the next film i didn't know there was gonna be another film i thought it was gonna be the end right there and just show like okay humans are kind of fucked now but <clears throat> but um no i i thought it was a cool stinger i guess leading up into the next movie um now i'm trying to i'm trying to see where we go into the next movie um like how this leads into the next movie like like, is Chris Pratt all of a sudden going to become a dinosaur expert? And then are we going <laughs> to run into Blue again? Like, you know, are we going to run into Blue again? And then are we going to get, like, a fast eight where it's, like, plot twist on plot twist? And it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know where they're going to go with this. That's fair. Um, Randy, what did, uh, I know you left the theater, but, uh, you know, going off of what Alan had said, um, what, do you, what are your predictions for the next movie? What do you think is going to happen now that Technically, Jurassic World is our world now. Uh, Dinosaurs are among. 
it's gonna be the lost world part two basically uh instead of it being in san diego with one dinosaur it's multiple dinosaurs throughout the whole u.s at least um i mean it just goes to show that yeah they're starting to spread um and obviously the flying ones get further faster um so they're already in vegas overnight compared to just being in the bay area or northern california is what they said um but yeah i i mean i i didn't see it because i really had to use the bathroom um but (laughs) i just didn't feel like it was necessary um you obviously got that could have easily just been at the end of the movie like it didn't you why why did you have to wait for the whole credits to see that scene what what did it do to push the scope of the uh problem like okay it showed like the bigger problem to me was showing the big thing in the water about to swoop up those people that are surfing yeah al like al was huge dude like every time they showed al i got chills down my spine i was like oh my gosh dude he's massive um like it could have just been added in that section kind of like black panther we talked about that before how the uh, mid credit scene with black panther could have just been at the end of the movie like there was no need to have the wait for it um and i feel the same way about this one uh i i didn't see it like i said i just read it on the internet afterwards um and i'm kind of glad that i didn't wait for it because i really needed to go so that's how i feel about that end credits uh scene that's fair man yeah no uh, i agree i didn't think it was super necessary and yeah i I also agree that now uh, it's i feel like these stingers they're not really trying to get you uh, you're not rewarded for staying anymore yeah now it's now they're just like oh here's here's a here's a very tiny sizzler sizzler (laughs) sizzle for the sizzle trailer or whatever for the next movie it's uh I don't know, man. I think we were were spoiled with the MCU and like what their end scenes entail, like what they show off and what they can mean, versus like things like this where you're like, all right, I guess. Um, yeah, and I mean, my prediction for the next movie, I think it's gonna turn into some crazy like dinosaur hunting thing. I think it's gonna go like full Transformers. I mean, or like full Fast and Furious, where it's just it's now we're getting way too over the top. Um, unfortunately, man, I think they should have just left it at, at Jurassic World, man. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's the sign of the times, man. It's what happens. If something's really good in the movies, like they're just going to keep pumping it until it's not getting as much money and then they'll go straight to like straight to DVD kind of movies. Yep. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Jurassic World was like one of the best, uh, best selling movies, right? In the theaters. Or oh as yeah, as far it, as uh, overall revenue. Yeah, I think it I it beat that. out Avengers or something like that. It had some crazy record. I know there was like a or Star Wars or something like that. There it was. Yeah, during that year, it was like one of the bigger movies. Yeah, uh, I forgot about that. So I mean, <clears throat> with numbers like that, you have to expect a sequel. Um, oh yeah, man. But I don't feel like this one is going to get anywhere near as high as the first one 
Um, but I feel, yeah, they they don't care. They're going to make it again um, <laughs> because it's going to make money. It's just not going to be as much, but it's still going to make money and they're going to make another one. It's There's not much we could do. Yeah. Uh, early reports are in, you guys. Uh, this movie do, uh, globally, so the U.S. and the other uh, countries and stuff included. So this isn't this isn't just straight domestic, but globally, the movies have already crossed the uh, seven hundred million dollar mark. Jesus, what was so? Yeah. Do you have this number? Uh, the initial budget? No, no, I don't have the initial budget numbers, but I'm I'm sure they've made they've made their money back, at, you know, two three times already. Um, I mean, if you spend. 200 million on dinosaurs and yeah i know right <laughs> uh yeah so it's yeah unfortunately i mean hopefully what we'll see is like word gets out that the movie's not as tight as people think um and so it'll really lose its legs oh but gosh. uh surprisingly man it came out in a a pretty heavy season i mean we still have uh incredibles you know going pretty strong out in theaters right now yep. um yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a summer season, but yeah, it's its still really surprising to see that it's doing really that well in its opening weekend. But I, I think, yeah, a lot of it is from, from past, uh, from Jurassic World hype. So I just looked it up real quick. The, the Wikipedia says initial budget was 170 to 187 million, and it's currently Jeez. at 711 million on the first weekend. So yeah, man. yeah, they're they're gonna make another one. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, they'll stop at at, at Jurassic World three, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, dinosaurs and Cadillacs or whatever it's gonna be called. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So uh, we 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 discussed its fiscal uh, gains and earnings, uh, but what, let's talk about the overall score. Currently, the movie is trending as of this podcast, uh, June twenty fourth. At a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, Alan, would you agree with that score? What What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, my initial score was like a D plus, so about like a was that the <clears throat> sixty, like sixty yeah, yeah. five or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, like it's you know it it wasn't it didn't wow me. I I see how if you watch it with your kids or something like it would be like ooh dinosaurs, but um. Like they went completely like Discovery Channel. So like, I don't know if you guys ever like if you guys can recall this, but uh, there was a point in time where Discovery Channel became less scientific and more like, what would happen if dinosaurs ruled the world? And like, and they became like more, um, like, like concepts. Less, yeah, they be they became more concepts, more reality TV with um with uh, like. I think it's on TLC now, um, where it's like you know naked and scared or something like that, or like Orange County Choppers. That was on Discovery Channel. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, like they were American remember, Choppers. I'm sorry. Yeah, I remember them being like, um, like I think the CEO, the original CEO, like retired, and the new CEO like changed the number, or, like changed the aspect of it. So instead of it being more scientific and about science and discovery channel ish, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. It became more like reality TV and um, yeah, like it's, that's what this felt like. It became, it went from Jurassic Park, which is discovery channel, very scientific based um, 
two very fast and furious um and just kind of like over the top uh like dinosaurs smiling yeah i don't know if you guys caught that but there was a dinosaur that smiled what i think it was i think it was blue like blue mm-hmm. like smirked it didn't like it didn't full on smile but it smirked i don't know the normal know. face of the raptor is kind of a <laughs> it's kind of smirky you know, kind of a smirky yeah. okay <laughs> i i definitely saw blue cry which i didn't think yes. dinosaurs cried I which did i thought that a you little see, it's crazy. like dude it's like come on man like i don't know so like i i give it a d plus a d whatever like that or that area all right randy boy how about your uh your score so i'm gonna be one of the ooh dinosaurs fans um that alan mentioned so i'm giving it a 76 percent out of 100 ooh, yeah okay. i went a little bit higher um that's because this series kind of has a soft spot with me uh I'm okay, but are we rating the series or are we rating the movie? <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. This movie is higher than the average to me because I have a soft spot for the entire series. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to give it a 76 because I just enjoyed having dinosaurs on the screen doing work. Um, but it did have its flaws that I mentioned. Um, but it kind of goes back to the fans of the fast and the furious. Like if you're expecting something low tier, can't you give it a hundred percent? If that's what you expected, you know what I mean? Like if you expected something, you know, like a, uh, an Academy award movie coming out of a fast and the furious movie, like, okay, then yes, your score is going to be lower. But if you're expecting ridiculousness and, cars flying around and the rock breaking out of arm casts then boom you get like a 98 percent. and to me because i didn't expect too much i didn't expect that academy award winning movie then i was satisfied um and that's why it gets the 76 the the big thing to me that was off was really just the clone the clone plot twist thing i felt that that wasn't necessary at all uh, but besides that, not bad. All right. So so it loses points for the, the clone kid plot. Otherwise, Basically, you would have yeah. gotten a higher score. Okay, yeah. I can see that. Um, yeah, well, I think the Rotten Tomatoes score was, was pretty low. I think Randy Boy uh, has influenced my decision a little bit. Now I had to take a step back and, and look at it more as a movie-going experience. And yeah, I want to rate it a little higher than I would have originally. Um, being a fan of the series, so I think with that, all that, all those uh, calculations <laughs> uh, in hand, I, I'll give it a seventy percent. Uh, it's passing, but it could have it could have been a lot a lot better. Um, what was your uh, original yeah. score? Original, yeah, dude, I was thinking like fifty five, sixty, dude. <laughs> but um, as far, yeah, I mean, like the audience that I saw. It, oh, by the way, it was a packed house when I people actually ended up like walking in seeing all the seats filled and then walking out to go get refunds Man. or to change to a later time um, actually yeah mine was, was packed crazy. too i had to sit in the second row uh, of my theater yeah the hype was real so I, that's that's the only thing man my advice to universal studios you guys know 
we're going to come see our movies. We love Jurassic, you know, the Jurassic Park series. We love Fast and Furious. Just do it right, man. You guys got to get, you got to get Colin uh, Trevorrow out of there. He's not doing the best work. He did awesome with Jurassic <laughs> World. But uh, yeah, man, I think someone brought up a, a, a good point that uh, he really wanted to have like a haunted house movie with like a, a scary little girl and have her have a weird plot twist. And he ended up uh, sneezing and making this into a uh, Jurassic Park movie instead. Um, so with that being said, yeah, uh, hopefully they course correct. And I don't know, maybe get a screenwriter or someone else to come help him out with the third one. I don't know if it's already been penned and stuff yet. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think it needs a little bit more work. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I had really good action sequences. I just felt like the characters felt a little flat. The villain didn't feel as villainous to me. Um, yeah, he was, he was just like a money-grubbing, mustache-twirling villain. I didn't really <laughs> get all that much from him, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I thought the, like, the Asian guy would have been way, a way more believable villain. Um, yeah, the one that's always like, making all these... Passionate. Yeah. So maybe they'll, yeah. they'll have him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I came out like that. I really, I really, I really like that guy. Apparently, I don't. Did that Asian guy die? Did he make it out? Uh, I'm trying to think. So, I think he got away. Talk about Wu. Yeah. Wu. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think he got away. He got away with the vehicle. Well, he got stabbed. He got stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, he got a he got tranked the. Oh, that's the, right, that's the right. And then the dudes dragged him away. But I mean, he got he got oh, tranked yeah, in the neck. Yeah. That was weird. Okay, all right. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, that would be the key is have him be the villain in the third one. They keep shutting down his operations. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna splice the owl with a raptor or something like that, and just have a scary ass giant crocodile raptor or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, f- I feel like he's a more believable villain. Maybe they're saving him for the third one. Um, so yeah, my final score is 70. Uh, they did a, a, a okay job. They did uh, the minimum that they needed to, which was dinosaurs, Chris Pratt comedy, um, and a, a weird plot twist, I guess. So um, that does it for us. you guys have anything else to add to the uh, review here? No. No, I'm good. It's, yeah, it's a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, guys. Final words from Alan on that. Um, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, loungers, thank you guys again for, for joining us for this podcast. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed your stay here at the lounge. If you haven't done so, please follow us on Instagram at the lounge SD. It's T H E L O U N G E S D. It's the, also the same name on Twitter. Please, please um, like us, follow us, um, and please leave us some feedback, man. If you don't like our comments, if you hate one of our voices, if you think we could tackle some better topics, um, please let us know. Um, you can also send your questions and feedback uh, in the in in you know in the different comment sections that we have. Um, you know, if it's whether it be on iTunes, uh, Google Play, or uh, here on Podbean. Um, so yeah, thank you guys again for tuning in. My name is Rob. I'm Randy. I'm Alan. And we'll catch you guys next time.
It's like a fake mm. script. We're like, hey guys, yeah. have you ever been at a bachelor party and been like, this needs to be stepped up? Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you. Read. If you're in San Diego, yeah. you should try anal Oh man. I mean, <laughs> I I think I would do it just for shit and giggles. <laughs> I would be yeah, like, I, why so not? It's, it's funny, you know. Yeah. And you you pretty much just, you pretty much just had the cell right there. It's like, hey guys.